0: Hey, audio listener, you are a miracle because more and more people are watching this on video. But you like the audio medium. I get it. Uh, if you feel like some of these sketches or bits don't work that you're listening to, often they're accompanied by something visual. But I uh, want to let you know that this show is, of course, daily. lotto with creditcom slash mug was where you subscribe. $69 annually if you're a student, veteran, or military. And, uh, you know, Google's been squeezing. YouTube's been squeezing. If you look at uh, the Apple Store, they're not necessarily super uh, super pro, whatever your view is, as long as it's not radically left Given money to the Southern Poverty Law Center. You heard me talk about them, and we really appreciate you listening or watching on YouTube. And uh, hope to see you on the other side, Lauder with, with Crowder Studios, protected exclusively by Walter and Hopper. This is the mime who doesn't understand the concept of a rope. He thinks it's a rod. You can't press against the rope, mime. It's just mush. Uh, We have. Tommy Robinson on the show oh, today nice. in third chair. We have my uh, lovely half-Asian lawyer, Bill Richmond. How are you, sir? Hello, friends. Uh, legal updates coming soon. Quarter Black Garrett is back from a wedding.
1: What's up? Yeah. It's beautiful. G. Morgan Jr., awesome. what's the wine of the day? Wine of the
0: day is Spotswood
1: Sauvignon Blanc. Spotswood.
0: Spotswood. spotswood. I don't even Blanc. know what to do with it. It's just incredibly boring. Thank Much you. like your personality hey. question of the day. <laughs> Which, if any of the Democrats running for president, uh, do you think poses the biggest threat to President Trump? And thus, America. Let me know because Beto announced uh, mm. that he's mm. running. Mm. We are going to get into everything wrong with Beto in just mm. a few minutes. And uh, Do we have enough time. I'm yeah, actually pretty so. happy about list. this, though. I love that Texas's recycled trash is fun? now being thrust upon the general fun? population. <laughs> the Let's it somewhere.
1: <laughs> I think he's overplayed his hand a little bit. I don't, <laughs> I think, he's good. I don't <laughs> think he's going to. He's running with the chance. same
2: merchandise. The same marketing as his losing campaign.
1: He had excess merch he needed to sell. Uh, Before we
0: get to that, leading the news, the House Judiciary released the transcript of former FBI lawyer Lisa Page's testimony. Uh, This was just released. um, One of the biggest revelations was that Page said the infamous insurance policy text message was, in fact, referring to the Russian investigation. Uh, So that is a big, big deal if you uh, haven't been following the Lisa Page testimony. We go now live to CNN's team coverage of the story. (laughs) enthralling. <laughs> mm. Hard-hitting awesome. news. That is. It was awesome, it's a yeah. slow news week by design when you think about it. This is so this was out there. Yeah. This should be a bombshell. It's basically saying oh, they were the, looking yeah, to prosecute yeah. someone. Right. They were looking to make so, to, to convict someone. They were looking for a guilty verdict effectively before yeah. the investigation ever started. And instead, we're talking about Betty from Fall House getting her kid into a
1: school. <laughs> <laughs> no. know, when that when that tops when the actual story of somebody faking russian collusion to get the russian collusion story going doesn't yeah. make the news but the russian collusion story that's right. fake does yes. i don't yep. know what world i'm in anymore okay this is a little bit weird by the way in that Talk same story they know. talked about the doj said specifically not to charge hillary clinton when they could have what
2: is that mm-hmm. legally what is that is that obstruction well you know it's not necessarily obstruction from a practical level i'd say a failure it? of duty <laughs> Maybe treason. (laughs) Okay, there we go. All right. Just a little bit of
0: treason. (laughs) There's just an overall sense of malaise and general shittiness. Yes, Yes. exactly. Uh, Another political news Uh, Vermont Goat was sworn in as a town's new mayor uh, and immediately defecated. Yeah. So we have this, the goat was elected as part of a fundraiser for a new playground, uh, but couldn't wait until the end of the ceremony to use the bathroom. This is an actual story that comes from a Vermont Mm -hmm. publication. Uh, By the way, the goat was then recruited by the Justice
1: Democrats. Because advertisers don't want you to do interesting shows. They want you to do boring shows. Right? That is right. <laughs> it's hard to argue. From the home of Bernie Sanders. Uh, what is this That's name? all they Was got. In India, and he can just crap wherever he wants to. I don't say. know that goat. You know what?
0: The law still. You are not above the law, Vermont mayoral goat. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Uh, I want awesome. to put you in that seventh circle of hell with the mimes. <laughs> just be, it would just be him. Ah! Ah! <laughs> That's how it goes, the different layers of hell. You have uh, drama geeks yeah. who then become, you know, uh, Hollywood superheroes do okay. the true. power of stories. You have them, then you have ventriloquists, goats, yeah. mimes at the <laughs> mimes worst <laughs> level. <laughs> mimes are basically the sulfur used to keep. <laughs> It all right. Okay, so we have to talk it. has been trending for the past the few days. I know someone's going to say my white privilege is showing because I don't get right. it. But yeah. actually, Lori Laughlin, Felicity Huffman. Uh, they were among 50 charged in a college admission scheme. This comes from NBC News. For people who don't know exactly what it is yet because you've been living under a rock, the scam focused on getting <laughs> students admitted to elite universities uh, as recruited athletes regardless of their athletic abilities. Commonly known as as white parents
2: hold on (laughs) hold on but you know what the scams (laughs) have been going on is you know, everyone getting on on the ability of academic abilities with that, which is basically everyone who's not Asian. I mean, we right. just went it all, <laughs> just give up, go home. Well, I feel really bad,
0: honestly, for Asians right now at college. Okay, okay. We, your mother was tough on you, right? I don't know how, to what extent, was she, did she jam bamboo <clears throat> chips up your thumbs? Uh,
2: you, Just bamboo splinters, yeah. Just bamboo yeah. splinters. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, Roland, uh, just I mean, you had
0: a complete tiger. You told me that at some points you were really yearning just to go to school to get away from it.
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. So, oh, I, I once walked to school in first grade, like eleven <laughs> miles, wow. because I just wanted to go to school. And was this wow. with the, t- the
0: soap taped in your mouth? Or uh, was that it?
2: was in third grade. So was, yeah, you they know, got you piano keys jammed
0: in your neck. That was sixth grade. The point is, so. I picture, I feel, my heart goes out to little portly Bill Richmond when he was a little Asian baby. I just picture you like a little, I was a husky, little sumo wrestler. Thank you. And you're choice. going, oh, my God, I just want to get to school. I want to get away from if, – if I study, if I work hard, if I score off the charts in my SATs, I'll get away from this household. And they go, there are too many of
1: you. <laughs> I left, and I went to California, and I go, everyone looks like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> you should have gone to, like, Iowa or something like that. You would have been right. The no. Right in. there's, they they,
0: they, they infest colleges at all Look, levels. By the way, but I don't mean infest. I mean, enrich. Oh, no, right. seriously, honestly, like Asians deserve to be. You're not allowed pretty to say that. Deserve, I can say they, say deserve, they
1: deserve to fill up every pring, pretty much every single. Yeah, that's uh, true. They're, slot. They're, in they're college, the they're outside the of really the football minority team. right now that isn't really getting a whole lot of love. So yeah, no. uh, just just so you know, just so no rumors get started, like. I was actually recruited to play a sport. Right. My parents did not pay. Hashtag not all athletes. Okay, Let's sounds just really be... defensive. I just want to get ahead of this a little bit. Okay, when
0: he was when he was on the football Fake field news. up there at Notre Dame, he was the only white. Way... It was like the glow puck in hockey. <laughs> you saw you're from Missouri. Right? You remember the glow puck? <laughs> oh, it was yeah. just an absolute oh, awesome. disaster. All right. So turning to big tech, oh, right. uh, a guy drove from Maine to California Jeez. with. Three baseball bats in his car As to fight does. Google <laughs> for shutting down his YouTube channels. Comes from Barstool Sports. What? He was stopped when Maine police shared information that man was stating, if his meeting with Google personnel did not go well, he was going to resort to physical violence, um, and more world? bats would make that more effective. <laughs> <laughs> The story was less shocking after police released uh, an image of the perp in question, actually, which make oh the baseball furies. That makes sense.
1: They wow, they yeah.
0: strike again. Really, the baseball furies are just this. He's just someone who uses bats disproportionately.
3: What? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. This is the kind of but show you can come to expect. By the way, we're going to have that's a man serious. who's bound for
1: prison yes. after this. Yes. yes. <laughs> right. This guy had 3,300 miles to go. I why just th- hurt my wrist. Oh, I forgot my brace. You're right? Yeah, I hit the, that's why I wear it so oh I hit gosh. the desk. All right, go ahead. Don't do that. He had 3,300 miles to go. Why the hell did I bring three bats? <laughs> like, like I've got two arms at the very them. least. And I mean, that's you bad. Back I'm, listen, I'm <laughs> back not, up back No one here is condoning the beating up. Especially,
0: of course there's t- not. A ton of those workers are going to be your people. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Least of exactly. all. Exactly. Yeah. But if you're going to try and effectively, yes, uh, uh, batter members of you, <laughs> I don't see how more bats would help. Like it's not like carrying more magazines or something. Again, condemning it, not saying
1: that you should do any of this right, stuff, but yes. just carry. Just like you know, what would be better than a bat? Ten bats. <laughs> what are you going to be like, hold on, I need to change bats. This one's scuffed. Who are you? Vicious. Like bats yeah, on like, he's got a quiver exactly.
2: bats. Yeah,
1: <laughs> He identifies as an
0: octopus. Uh, it's exactly. funny. He He's going to carry it. like Casey Ninja Turtles. Yeah. But he still, he only had one hockey stick. Oh, that's true. Which, by the way, I prefer a hockey stick because you can hook, you can poke, a bat, oh, you see? have to swing. There you go. All right. Uh, um, International <laughs> news front. have Tommy Robinson on. Some British moms uh, who were disgusted by... Internet sex made pornography of their own. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, This comes from the mirror. The film (laughs) the moms made will be shown as they hold a viewing party for friends and family, quote, including some of their children. Uh, Or as they're referred to by their uh, binomial nomenclature, school shooters. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That hit a little too close to home there, Mr. Virginia Tech.
2: Um, that's the one that future. they claim. That's, he let that go. Hey, that guy was like from North Korea. By
0: the way, I don't know why moms have to, like, this is our. Women, mom, yeah. UK moms, stop appropriating pornography. Not, ev- not everything has to be your thing. Right. Sometimes it's just our thing. I've
2: you tried this not... before. I could not recruit anyone to participate. So I can understand. I, I definitely
1: he understand. I think a porno director would be this awesome job and then nobody shows this, up.
2: Yeah.
0: you want to talk about a double standard, People will pay premium for Asian pornography. By the way, as soon as I mentioned that phrase, not one person was thinking of Asian men.
2: I I know. (laughs) I've tried. You you think the stereotype of Asian pornography works, and I can tell you for sure it does not work. No, no, it does not.
0: It does not. Um, Actually, when they did a study of uh, the most common. I guess, uh, I guess the highest percentage, uh, as far as if you're looking yeah. at batting averages for people of different races who are most attractive, um, with men, it was typically Asian women. Yeah. And um, with women, it was black men. Uh, lowest in the list was Asian men. <laughs> <You can't, laughs>
2: it really is. You like can't hey, You can't only be good at so many things. I
0: will say, though, half Asian Bill Richmond's wife is beautiful and she's super sweet and super smart and um you he got her drunk you know most I don't... people assume she's blind it's fine what is she what is <laughs> she sure. i mean because it's it, it, because it's weird uh in the sense not that you're weird but i've never met a woman who wasn't asian who liked asian men anyone here has anyone here ever met a woman who was going who was seeking out asian men
2: yeah. i've never i've run into a few
0: really well i guess you would right. all right uh finally before we get to beta O'Rourke, we have R. Kelly uh, telling people his spirit oh. this week. Told yeah. him to do the now infamous Gayle King interview. Uh, this comes from TMZ. Sources close to the singer say that R. Kelly did the interview because he is in constant touch with his spirit and tends to listen to it more often than the people around him, you think. <laughs> the interview created a lot of buzz in the media and the entertainment industry uh, with a lot of people obviously questioning the man's innocence. Yeah. And to help us shed, this is something that's been happening a lot on, on, on news, and we actually have our very own, to help us shed light on this, uh, our very own body language expert, T.D. Taylor. Ms. Taylor, thank you for being with us.
4: Happy to be here, Stephen.
0: So uh, you've had the opportunity to study R. Kelly's interview with, with Gail King, and what is your expert take on it?
4: Well, Stephen, naturally it's easy to assume guilt right off the bat based on his complexion.
3: No, no.
0: But
4: my profession requires that I look deeper than that. What okay. I saw was the body language of a man who is, at the very least, hiding something. Look here. As -hmm. you see him lightly lean to the left, that's a telltale sign that, of course, he's being dishonest. Because as we know, the left side of the cerebellum is where we keep most of what we want to keep Uh, secret. That
0: that is not in any way medically accurate. It's not scientifically. Uh, Well,
4: look here. We see him as he starts to lean back. He's displaying clear shock and disbelief. Namely, shock and disbelief at how undeniable these accusations are Mm. by moving Mm -mm. away from the interviewer, which would normally be a standard reaction by anyone, given the identity of the interviewer in this case. Okay, listen,
0: forgive me for maybe putting words in your mouth, but it sounds as though you're already assuming guilt on R. Kelly's behalf.
4: Oh, he's he's definitely guilty. Now, we've covered the left lean and the body pull back, which would clearly suggest wrongdoing. Not exactly. But even more telling, if you look here... You will see Mr. Kelly with a massive erection. Oh. Now, at first glance, that may appear normal, mundane even, but given the present company in the room, it's definitely suspicious. I would
0: never I would never call that mundane. That's so
4: when we add all this up, the body lean, the pull back, but most importantly, the erect penis clearly points.
0: Okay, to... I think I think we get the point. Stephen, I, think... I cannot
4: stress it to your audience enough. The significance of the erect veiny penis is an indication of sexual assault. Okay,
0: that's that's enough. That's enough well, on
4: it. There is one final piece of evidence to which I'd like to draw your attention. Oh. If you stop the interview here, mm-hmm. you will clearly find yet another uh, okay. unwarranted throbbing erection, which, given the present company, would again imply sexually compulsive behavior. Okay, can we just
0: ease up on the Gale King jabs here? It's, it's doesn't...
4: positively engorged, Stephen, oh. and unwarrantedly so. There's no reason for a raging hard penis at this stage. No,
0: no, I don't think this is productive. I, I, you're an expert? Is that, are you
4: really qualified? I've studied this all my life, Stephen, And I stand by my assertion that the totality of this interview needs to be taken into consideration. Of course. But the importance of that unnecessarily stiff Girthy, rod-like penis cannot be overstated. Okay,
0: that's enough. I'm I'm done with this. Body language analyst, Ms. Taylor, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think we need it. No. I don't want to have her back Ooh. on. No. Never mm-hmm. again. No. It could be true. Never yes. again. Hey, by the way, the winner of last week's trivia contest is uh, at Ace Production Ooh, 07. Nice. Congrats. Uh, correctly identified my favorite film, The Edge. Was it the... I didn't see the over. Yes. Is it The Yes. Okay, I, I want to make sure that we... I don't you don't know I don't put head. out all these trivia questions. Movie? No, I didn't know if you guys got it correct.
1: I, uh, I, I watched it this year. The Edge. Because you told me to. It's one of. It's, it was really good. We need to have a viewing party. Yeah, we need to oh. have a viewing party. Yeah, the that'd Edge. be fun. You ever seen The Edge with Alec Baldwin? I, it? it's it's actually really good. I,
2: th- I thought your movie was Little Nemo Adventures in Slumberland, but <laughs> apparently. Not. You're just
0: saying words. Yeah, it's the best movie <laughs> no, that <laughs> came it's, out of it's are are the That's because Asians are better Maryland. with numbers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not one of those Asians. Beto
0: O'Rourke no. announced his bid for the. And again, the question of the day who do you think presents the biggest threat to Donald Trump? Is it Beto? Is Beto?
3: I just, I
0: just, oh, I'm sorry. Before we get into all of the facts here, we're going to have <laughs> the top five reasons yeah. as to why Beto is a terrible candidate. Just, Rolling. you know, because people like oh, yeah. nice numbered lists. But here's yeah. the truth the guy is just a wiener. I mean, there's, he is just the quintessential <laughs> oh, wiener. Like, and I mean that when you were a kid and you used that term mm.
1: before you were told it was, you, we were thinking, like, ah, oh, this guy's a wiener. It's Beto <laughs> The first time I saw him in an ad when he was running, you know, unsuccessfully against Ted Cruz, yeah. I yeah. was like, that's the guy everybody's talking about? You're kidding me. He looks horrible. Like, he just this is the guy that you're not friends with in school that nobody is. He just sits at his own table. Why Why is he, like, the savior of the Democratic Party? Wow. It sounds to me like your, your bullying tendencies yeah. are coming back. You, you notice man. that, Bill? All
2: right, I liked
1: it.
0: Because likes he's it. a bully in the courtroom, Put huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: he's got a lot of bullies. you a bully with on Bill. The- we and got a Beto.
0: a bully on the field with Mr. Glowpuck over here. We got a bully over here because he's a quarter black and it's in his DNA. And hey. we got a we got a bully in the courtroom. All right, reason number five.
1: <laughs> I hurt my wrist again. Don't do that. Self harm. Stop, Stop it. hitting
2: the desk. I
0: don't know why I do things. Uh, fifth reason, <laughs> and this is all Democrats, but his his campaign and policies are predicated, okay. On absolutely keeping racism alive. Here he is in his campaign video he released, I believe, on Twitter. Here. Confront the hard truths of slavery and segregation
1: and suppression in these United States of America. Lou Stern.
0: What? (laughs) Check a calendar. He didn't say, uh, he said, in these United States. This is the thing with the left. They have things so good right now, they have to run on the injustices. From decades or centuries ago, which have been non existent <laughs> for multiple generations. It's, it's just
5: 300 years. Oh, Can you imagine gosh. if
0: someone ran for Chancellor of Germany, like, okay, our number one priority, first order of business, <laughs> is that we confront the Treaty of Versailles and arguably our overreaction therein? Okay, we need to make this right. Like, that's not. Listen,
1: no country is perfect. We've made mistakes, but this is the most pressing issue? No, I'm just, I'm done with this argument. I really am. And I am seeing this come up. And you saw a couple of days ago, somebody came out, a Republican, saying that he's in support of looking into reparations. I'm kind of like, I'm just throwing my hands up in the air, guys. Where's what, my reparations? What in the world? That's what like, I know. You know, you'd <laughs> only get a quarter of it anyway. Railroads. Railroads. Right. railroads, railroads, hey, railroads,
2: and look line. at how straight and perfect they
0: are. <laughs> Asian excellence.
2: That's awesome.
0: Actually, it wasn't uh, by the way, Asians. this comes from a guy who believes that modern-day police officers shoot people to death solely—not maybe inherent bias, maybe some people have some blind spots. He believes that the police shoot no. people dead solely based on their skin color. But you don't have to take my word for it.
1: That systems of. Suspecting somebody. Solely based on the color of skin, searching that person. There's solely that, based there's that that the word their
3: Solely, He said it again.
0: Solely based on the color of their skin. Shooting that person. Solely based on the color what? of their skin. Can throwing the book at that person. Can we get a clicker from this Solely? <laughs> are solely based Drink. on the color of their skin. It is why some have called this, I think it is an app description, the new Jim Crow. Uh, okay, um, it's factually false and morally uh, uh, reprehensible yes. that you would say that. Mm. By the way, before real quick, here's something important that... This is why I hope he's a kid. He won't be because he's yeah. basically a white guy. We'll get to that in a second. That's reason
1: number one. <laughs> Beto.
0: Uh, I, uh... <laughs> it is remarkable to me because the first thing they teach you right in it with with, uh, with politics or in politics as I say don't use absolute right. words don't yeah. say solely or in every instance unless you are completely 100% yeah. uh, uh, confident that there is no wiggle room and even then you probably yeah. shouldn't say that he just said they Shoot them solely because they're black oh, Like black five, five times.
1: No, that, that's not. And it's it, like you said, it's reprehensible. He's whipping up millions of people, or at least trying to. I don't know how many people he's reaching right now, but trying to whip up millions of people just to win an election. Yeah. You remember when we had the Dallas shooting that happened a couple yeah. of years ago yes. or, or a year
0: ago? I was in Milwaukee. I was happened.
1: so pissed off because I was like, this is what happens when you whip people up into a frenzy over stuff exactly. like this. Yeah. And, and he's doing it again. Right. Again. What how do,
2: I, how do solely think, to win an election? Think about how many how many thousands <laughs> of black officers Heard that mm-hmm. or have seen it, right. and thought, "Wait a minute! You're saying that I'm shooting people because of their race, or the number <laughs> of, race of, traitors, of white yeah. people, yeah. Right. or God forbid we ever mention in a conversation like this any other minority, right? Yeah, uh yeah. You know, right. any right. other minority that's been I shot or attacked or whatever. Maybe that Asian, right? let's be honest, cops, I mean, <laughs> don't,
0: cops don't pull you. Up. They're not afraid. <laughs> no, the Asian, I mean, they pull you over for a turn they
2: They're <laughs> yeah. like, I'm gonna call you mom. <laughs> I mean, and then, you know, you just shit yourself and move on, right? right yeah. I mean, you'd like the goat in Vermont. I mean, just, yes. it's all over. Well, because they know that
0: your mo- your mothers, Asian mothers, are not beholden to laws of the land, and they'll just beat you anyway.
2: No, at that time, I asked for the gun that. and say, sh- you know, I'm going to shoot myself. Like, <laughs> do not tell my mom it about It is a good this. point, though. I, I think
0: yeah. Beto assumes that all black officers out there are going, solely, sounds like a party. Let me go find me a colored. Like, what do you think? <laughs> By the way, the people who have it worse, uh, uh, w- probably probably the worst hand dealt, I would say, in any profession, and my dad will tell you this, Black police officer in oh, Detroit. Because yeah, right. um, oh, he had yes. his per- best friends The Percheronis. Their dad was Italian yeah. and in Detroit, was a police officer. And he worked with a lot of black police officers. And they would have to take specific routes, get into unmarked cars at the police station to Jeez. go back home. Wow. It was especially after That's the Detroit crazy. riots. They were marked men. All right. Uh, the number four reason Beto is a horrible candidate. I'm trying to remember what it is. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, his support for open borders. That's one. Uh, now, here's <laughs> the thing. If you go by his campaign video, that he, again, that we're kind of going through, it sounds benign enough.
2: All of us. Wherever you live can
0: acknowledge that if immigration is a problem, it's the best possible problem for this country to have. And we should ensure that there are lawful paths to work, to be
2: with family, and to flee persecution.
0: There's that absolute word It's the best possible Mm. problem. What if, like, we had too much money? (laughs)
2: Look at all
0: this gold. Look at all this gold. And there's no crime. This country is positively barring. (laughs) Who are the cops going to shoot? Who are the There's cops going to There's no crime? crime. There's no crime. It's like how New Yorkers would lament, like, back when New York was gritty and cool. Like, oh, really? You were
3: hanging out there yeah, in Times exactly.
0: Square? No, 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 no. I'm just a privileged white hipster. I just like to act as though I liked it in the era of Jason Goes to Manhattan. But really, thank God for Giuliani. Ooh, Thank you, Giuliani. It is just, so at first it seems like, again, just it's the best problem. It's a better problem. What do you, I understand what he's yeah, saying. It's yeah. better that people want to come in than exactly. people trying to flee the country. Even then, though, it's talking about a path to citizenship, you go, okay, well, that sounds relatively reasonable until you realize that he wants to use taxpayer dollars to tear down the existing border security <laughs> we have. Would you, if you could, would you take the wall down now? Here.
1: Yes. Like you have a wall. Absolutely. Knock uh, nah. it down. I'd take the wall and down. You,
0: uh, it is crazy oh. how
1: fast that went from it's no so one's amazing. arguing for open
0: borders all the way to open borders, only the moral option now. Let's open it up and use taxpayer dollars to tear it down.
2: I mean, everyone should, <laughs> please keep in mind where Beto has his. District. I'm not it that way. I Beto. hate Beto. you for saying it that way. I know, you don't like it, but it's my father in law's name. I gotta say it the right way. The way he you gotta say it Beto? how he would say it. Beto. Beto. Beto, Beto, Beto. Or as he says it, Beto. Beto. Yeah. He says Beto. Beto. But, but, but he's from El Paso. He's from a district that relies on the border. He's yeah. saying, go ahead and tear the board down, border down between America and Juarez. Yeah, yeah. And pretty much. Pretty much. And, and all the years the he's places. been there, he hasn't been able to tear it down. He hasn't gone around and said, hey, you know what we need to do for the safety and benefit of the American economy is tear this wall down. President right. of Mexico, yeah. tear this wall down. <laughs> not quite
1: the Reagan moment you wait, were going for.
0: You want us to tear it down? He loses his <laughs> <laughs> He loses yeah, his not, not gonna Donald do Trump, I'm going to build it even higher. Oh, do what he's
3: saying. He, say. he means what he says. <laughs>
1: All right, look, I've got a new rule to propose. If you're one of those in favor of taking down the border wall or open borders, fine. You get to take in an, an entire family and yes. support them financially and not make the rest of the country do it. By the way, I just want to clear yes. something up real quick. In El Paso, look, that family would just yeah. be
0: heads on turtles. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, God. We've got a lawyer in the room. So at the end of Where? what he said, he said people fleeing persecution, trying to tug on your heartstrings. Right, according to I believe international law, if you are fleeing persecution, you have to go to the nearest safe country, which is not Mexico for the people coming from South and Central America, or it's yeah. not United States; it's Mexico. Yeah, it's not us. And by the way, so Mex- Mexicans are not the fleeing persecution. It's they're, not something. It's, it's not. It's not
0: a government pro- uh, persecuting them for their religion. No. They're just because you're okay. But their country, country sucks. That's not persecution. No, that's and not. I'm, I don't mean to vilify an entire nation of people. I know we have some great Mexican fans. Yeah. Mexico sucks. All right, here's my litmus test. Can I drink your tap water? You
3: suck! (laughs) That's it. Not the Mexican people. But the country
0: is not a great country. That's why they want to leave. And that's the best problem to have, according to Beto. Not uh, too much money. (laughs) Reason number three. Let's not forget he's literally a criminal. And by the way, I don't mean this in the whole will they, won't they, break up, on again, off again, Donald Trump, Russia kind of way, okay? <laughs> I mean he tried to flee the scene of a drunk driving accident huh. and then lied about it.
2: A witness said in that accident that you tried to leave the scene of the accident. Oh, oh, print. Oh, oh, print. Did you? And should
1: voters be concerned about this? Yeah, We're my no? no skateboard? I, I did not try to leave the scene of the accident.
0: Only you did. Ooh. Even Wapo Ooh. gave four Pinocchios to this claim, and you know they really oh, wow. wanted to give you no Pinocchios. Oh. They tried, but the <laughs> Pinocchios were there. It, I mean, they were they were reaching way into the Pinocchio vault, pulling out Jonathan Taylor Thomas dolls. <laughs> <laughs> um, let second. that one rest. For yeah, people just don't let, you know, let that one rest. It a, a bit. horrible <laughs> thing. By the way, this isn't some white-collar crime where he moved some numbers around on his right. tax returns. A crime of physical harm. Will we say negligence, what is that? If you It could try- be
2: negligence, yeah, absolutely. Could have been done maliciously. He knew what was going on, he was yeah. doing it, and he decided to leave actively. Yeah, sure. Does it count if he's hmm. on a skateboard? Well, there's a whole <laughs> different... Oh, it's cool now. You know, we call those the Tony Hawk laws. Yes. They're very, very <laughs> different. Okay. Hate hey, yeah. a
0: pregnant lady, ollie away. whoa whoa, whoa. Rad! Uh, the only candidate <laughs> that I can think of with more of a piece of sh- Wow factor was John Edwards, who was literally banging a pregnant woman on a sex tape while his wife was in the hospital with cancer. Gosh. The fact that it's even comparable should
3: make
1: you wildly uncomfortable. <laughs> he set the bar really, really high, and Beto just grazed it. So it was yeah, kind of I still think j- With a kickflip.
0: Yeah, you know, I think actually though, if, when you think of, of Beto mm. work, think John Edwards. Oh, that's no. I want the two to yes. be inextricably linked legally. Can I? <laughs> right that's, that's okay, right? Why I'm just not? I'm yeah. implying it. Hey, by the way, before we get to <laughs> Tommy Robinson white. and the final two reasons, hit the <laughs> notification bell if you're on YouTube because subscriptions don't necessarily mean anything. to more also bookmark the page and just check back in videos every single day i think except for sunday sometimes on sunday because they keep trying to make it hard for us to contact you bill knows all about this uh also join mug club that's the number one way to support us and see all of the content daily show bonus content subscribe on itunes and uh leave us a rating
1: if you want yeah but not you mom you've done it eight times 3.6 million I just saw that the other day. That's fantastic. Yeah, we just celebrated yeah, a million. Not, not too long ago. But by the way, we also so. have a
0: new sponsor, um, uh, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman uh, from Saudi Arabia. Oh. I uh, so we're very. He's he's not a sponsor, but he's backing the show. Really, providing mm-hmm. us some funding as we move into a new studio, and we just want to make sure that you understand. I will not change the direction of the show uh, one bit. Reason number two of Beto O'Rourke is uh, the hipster pandering. His entire persona is based on this
3: continu-
0: it's just, yeah. it's the skateboarding at rallies, callbacks uh. to when he was in a rock band-ish, to being a furry. If you think I'm making this up, he- we have a montage. I'm uh, cool. Watch, watch, this, watch
1: this, watch
0: this. <laughs> he made the mouth noise. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like a kid playing in the bathtub. Oh, that sounds terrible. Congratulations, you saw an MXPX video and learned some power chords. <laughs> oh, oh, can goodness. we just move on to the next season <laughs> of his life here? He's the one who put the
1: sound button. What the? Yeah, nice. <laughs>
0: It, now, it wouldn't bother me so much if he didn't change his values <laughs> as much, was, as often as he changes his style. You can you know those kids. Like, okay, they're a punk rocker, probably became emo, and then they went into the alternative community where you put on a uh, rabbit some kind. I don't know. What is this? Some I kind guess of weird as pagan
2: yeah. ritual plus yes. crappy
0: music? He's the one who put this out there, by the way. Hey, like, look know, at He
2: me. was working at the mall at Easter. That's where that film clip came from. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah, Good at least for the him. local him. churches. The El Paso Mall, He's appealing apparently. to everyone.
0: How funny would it have been if the uh, old lady mall walkers just beat the out of them? I'd oh,
1: have given them a high
0: five. <laughs> <laughs> their the, <laughs> with their hand weights?
3: <laughs> I don't like
0: this! PX. I don't know why the old
1: ball walkers <laughs> sound like.
0: That was That's anyone awesome. who was a, a Christian kid who went to MXPX was a big thing. It was like you want yeah. when you a lot of these kids wanted to listen to Blink One Eight Two, instead their mm. parents said, "Here's MXPX." And actually, I do, oh. I like them but they were a good band. Yeah, uh, that was really good. Yeah, they, they, they were fun. they talk, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're definitely <laughs> not DC yeah. talk. No jars of clay. Stop this. Final fun. reason that I can't, that I think he's just the worst candidate, and I know everyone is hypocritical, but he is the worst kind of fake. Hypocrite. We're gonna go to Tommy Robinson in a second, but beta O'Rourke and we can bring up the source here. There, uh, too, cute man. We just have a collage of it because I don't oh, want to wow. have to go through That's every single source. This guy presents himself as the everyday working man who grew up poor. Uh, he's actually worth about nine million dollars himself. Oh. Married into a wealthy family oh. worth, I think, twenty billion dollars. And even though well. he wants to raise taxes, his family's multi-million-dollar furniture business was busted for tax fraud. His entire Texas campaign was based on funneling the influence and money uh, from the wealthy elite of Los Angeles and New York mainly. A record-breaking eighty million dollars to influence local Texas politics. And he's not even Mexican. He's Irish. His real name is. Robert Francis. He's Carlos Mencia on tax dollar steroids. If you vote for Beto, that's a vote for Carlos Mencia. I'm going to get too heated. Let's go to Tommy Robinson. Join Mug Club for $99 a year. $69 a year for students, veterans, or active military. That way we can continue to employ sweatshop Bangladeshi children to make our animations. Mug Club, it's not the club you deserve, but the one you need. LouderWithCrowderShop.com. Supporting free speech since 2000 and something. With people being banned from social media left and right, you can now purchase this de-platform this limited edition LaudowithCraderShop.com t-shirt, signifying your insubordinates to authority and request for them to kiss your ass and lick your b****. LaudowithCraderShop.com today. It was kind of a chewing robot toy when I was a kid, but it just did this,
4: I mean, and, when he would really do, and then
0: it just would fall out of the mouth. It was a horrible toy is the point, mm. uh, but our next guest is a wonderful person. He I'm is. glad to have him. You wouldn't know this if you read about him from, uh, I hate to use the term mainstream media, it's kind mm. of a trope pretty much all dishonest media which yeah, is most media outside of ourselves we're the only ones you can trust mm-hmm. you know don't don't read anything else don't educate no. yourself on opposing viewpoints <laughs> just watch this show uh tr.news uh tommy robinson it's been a spell how are you sir i'm all right thanks i'm good well i know that that question is sort of it's sort of rhetorical because uh for people who don't know you've been on the show for i mean the first time you're on the show must have been at least two years ago right
5: Yep, it was a, a while ago, and a, a hell of a lot's happened, isn't
0: it? Yes, and you've already done uh, some time in jail since then. And here's one thing I want to make sure, before we go through this timeline, because it is, it, it is unbelievable. You know, a lot of people go out there right now with this this sort of martyr-victim complex, and you do see it from the right as well. But when I read um, about your situation in the news, and every time I read a development, I go, oh my God, I've never seen this kind of a railroading uh, just because of someone's point of view. Basically, from his government. So let me just make sure I have this correct. I try to compile it on a timeline. Um, August 1st, Lord Chief of Justice of England and Wales threw out your conviction. You were released from prison. Um, and right, this brings us to you were on the show. Um, Panorama is a, a media, there was this coordination between leftist uh, organizations. It, is it No, is it Hope Not Hate contacted the BBC? where they were trying to create a story to blackmail you and uh, speak with former employees of yours, but they didn't know that you were taping them, that these employees were talking with you, you were taping these people as they were basically putting together a hit job, and then because you released some video evidence of said hit job, now you're back in hot water and facing more jail time. Is that that the general timeline?
5: Correct me where I'm wrong. Yeah, that's the general timeline. Panorama were working with like an NGO organization called Hope Not Hate, okay. whose sole purpose and everything they do, they're a George Soros funded organization to attack anyone who goes against open borders and immigration. And their job for years, I have been the focal point of their job. They, I found out they were working hand in hand with Panorama, the BBC's flagship most respected documentary there is. In, their, in them, that is the documentary that brings the truth. So no, real quick, Panorama, is that, is that like a documentary
0: series for Americans who don't necessarily know?
5: Yeah, so documentary series is their flagship show, Panorama, they will find the truth. They are they are known throughout the world as un, wearing undercover footage and, and really bringing out the truth of what's going on. Right. So when I found out that Panorama were working with Hope Not Hate, straight away the alarm bells were going straight away, Mm -hmm. because Panorama should be independent. The BBC should be independent to be working with a far-left organisation who are named in Swedish military reports of left-wing extremist organisations. They're an organisation who have over-exaggerated hate crime statistics by 3,000%. They're a dishonest organisation, and they're working with Panorama. And then I found out and started getting told that they were contacting and blackmailing my former employees. Basically, two of my former employees, when they left working with Rebel Media... They worked and were receiving funds, I believe, off of Hope Not Hate in order to bring down Rebel Media. Okay. So <clears throat> but no one knew this. So these two boys who left Rebel Media then got a job with me. Obviously, if I'd have known and everyone would have known that they'd been working with Hope Not Hate, it wouldn't stand very well for their careers. Right. So Hope Not Hate then sat them down, blackmailing them, saying that unless you agree to take him down, this is the minute. the minute I went to jail is when it really they got really involved yeah and and basically started threatening and blackmailing these two former employees to work with them and bring bring Tommy down and and um and then you know, and then was- when did they come to when
0: did you find out and were was it these same employees who helped <laughs> Uh, sort of, uh, I guess, sting. It's almost like a, every heist movie you see where it's are like, ah, I got the goals. Like, no, you have the fake bar. I got the real one. It's very hard to follow. When did they come to you, these former employees, and let you know that this was afoot so that you could start uh, recording these people yourselves?
5: So they didn't. What I okay. found out was that what, that what they were doing with Hope Not Hate was setting up secret cameras as though they were secret cameras. Then they were sitting having conversations about me so then it could be said that this recording was undercover footage. And then mm. it would have put the two said employees in a, in a difficult position because it would seem like they were having a, a conversation about me, about my finances, about my life, all these sorts of things. <clears throat> and then another former employee, I I then received a letter from Panorama. I was aware, in fact, I was terrified, to be honest, if I'm honest, when I found out sure. I, was in a, I, I was aware that all these things were going on, that something was happening. And then another former employee called Lucy Brown, who who we absolutely fell out. We absolutely fell out, very publicly. Sure. She stopped, she stopped working for me. When I received the Panorama letter, she had contacted me to say that she had been contacted by Panorama. And then I went to see her. That's when I started filming. So I went to see her and said, how am I here? Because the last thing I said to you was screaming some pretty uncomfortable... Um, abuse at you. Well, no one's I, perfect. No, so that's the last time I spoke to you, Lucy. So tell me, tell me why I'm here. And she, she said I don't. She said I. She said she was that annoyed with me. She had my prison number tattooed on her wrist. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was that. She was that annoyed with me. So we really fell out. Yeah. And then, but then, she said that I've been contacted by Panorama, and it seems that they just want me to say negative things about you. And she said, "Well, regardless of, and
0: what's important here is, regardless of level of truth, correct?"
5: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. She, she said that she had been offered money, financial money, five thousand pounds. She had been offered money for a front page story as well. All this work is with hope, not hate, working with these groups. And the story was to paint me as Harvey Weinstein, right. to paint me as a obviously. My, when I'm hearing this, I'm thinking, "Oh my God, yeah, yeah." And then I. And then I find out, so then, so then basically we start then, we come up with an idea to, A, for her to send herself a fake text message. I don't know if you've watched the documentary. But also then for her to go meet this, the, the face of Panorama, a man called John Sweeney. John Sweeney. And for her to wear, her to wear undercover cameras. And what we found after one meeting with him <clears throat> was that he said they would clip footage. She said she has dictaphone recordings of me and her argument. And in the recording, she goes absolutely mad at me and chasing after my car. And he says, don't worry, we can clip that bit out. Right. And then he says, do you know what I can do with this? I can make this into a sexual thing against Tommy Robinson. And I'm listening to it like, oh...
0: And I, I want to make sure people understand just for the timeline because it is important because now it c- comes back to you with obviously facing uh, potentially more jail time. Uh, I think it was in February, February 23rd, uh, you aired some of this footage. Uh, I think was it was in Manchester to an audience of thousands of people. And yeah. right after this footage was uploaded to uh, YouTube, Facebook that's when you were completely deplatformed along with multiple accounts that even shared it. And I can say this, I, I, I want to give you the floor. We had something very similar when we just went undercover, you went undercover at South by Southwest. Yeah. And it's in a single party consent state and it just made fun of a bunch. Of, it was like a queer intersectional panel. Some it was kind comedy. Of weird but anyone who posted like... our video was suspended on Twitter. So I've had yeah. a, this ex- experience to a much lesser extent. But do I have that right? You then aired this footage. Uh, which sort of vindicate or at least told
5: the truth and then gone and then gone from Facebook and not just gone, but gone with complete lies as to why they've removed me gone from Facebook, gone from Instagram. Um, The the, the timelines that people understand when I was put in prison on the 25th of May, which was for reporting outside of a, out of a court case. When I was in prison, 30,000 people marched in London 600,000 British citizens signed a, a petition to have me released. There was a free Tommy movement that grew. Right. It was at this time that Panorama were instructed to do a hit on Tommy Robinson. It was at that moment that then, because they could see that my, whether you call it notoriety or my, uh, my support had just, that the idea of silencing me in prison had the adverse effect. Right. I was coming out of prison to a mass movement of people who were now listening to me. And you can see by my video results that I'd done, that I'd started to do, that they were going far and wide. And, um, and it seems that Panorama then had been instructed, bring him down, yeah. working alongside Hope Not Hate. We produced, well, I produced my video, which completely proves with evidence that they will lie and create news well, that's also, yeah. by the way, that's also validated by, um, what's his name? Uh,
0: Mohammed, uh, Mohammed, is it Mohammed? Shaf- 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 Sh- what's his yeah, name? Mohammed Shaf- Shafiq? 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 He's Muhammad a B- he, he's BBC guy. Didn't he admit on Twitter that he had a meeting
5: with uh, with uh, with Facebook to have you removed from the platform? He did, yeah. He had a meeting with Facebook. He says he had a meeting with Facebook and, it, and it's worked. I've been removed. Um, I just watched the footage yesterday of Channel 4 in Britain sitting down interviewing the head of Google. And they're saying to him why has Tommy Robinson got a platform? I'll be gone off YouTube very soon, 100%. Labour That politicians, free Labour politicians, there's a video of them sitting with the CEO of YouTube. This was a year ago. And they're saying to him, why is Tommy Robinson on your platform? And I
0: wanna be clear about this. This is important for people to understand. It's a different situation with you in the UK than it is for Americans, because the government is trying to exert political pressures because they don't like what you're saying. As much as people don't like Donald Trump, Donald Trump is not making calls to Susan Wojcicki saying, all right, I want you to get checked, we removed off YouTube, and he wouldn't be able to anyways. We don't have those kinds of hate speech laws in the United States. It's different with your country, just like it's different in the way Twitter would handle uh, dissent, I think, with China. There've been multiple cases of them uh, basically acquiescing to authoritarian governments. But I wanna make sure I understand this correctly. your your, your uh, sentence was uh, – I don't want to misspeak legally because I don't want to get you in trouble. But it was thrown out, and now is it the same cases before that you're being retried for?
5: Yeah, so it, it was thrown out. And it was thrown out by the head judge of the whole of Britain, the top man. Yeah. And when he threw it out, he didn't just – he absolutely tore it to shreds. He said that I wasn't asked if I was guilty or not guilty. I wasn't. It was a completely flawed trial. It wasn't mm-hmm. a trial. I was sent straight to prison without any opportunity. I hadn't even been told what I'd done. Right. I was taken off the street. Five hours later, I was spending thirty months in prison mm-hmm. without without my own legal representation, without the opportunity. So that was thrown out. And, um, and what, released... what's the
0: justification for the retrial on that case? Because you're, you're not—I think you're, your court date is sometime in March—and it's not regarding this uh, taping of this BBC of this Panorama.
5: It's—it's it's the same case as before that was thrown out. It is that by standing outside the court and asking they the ten now convicted child rapists how they felt about their sentence that I caused them anxiety. Right. No, I remember that. But what's the
0: justification on how, what are they saying as a justification for retrying you now since it was thrown out? That's what I don't understand.
5: So it was thrown out. And when it was thrown out, it was then put to the old Bailey. So it was thrown out. And the judge said it wasn't fair. It wasn't done properly. Do it again. I then went to court three more times. I got I was supposed to stand trial. So I've been to three court appearances at the highest court again in, in the land that that court only deals with counterterrorism, really. And mass mass murders, and here it is dealing with me and Tommy up
0: Robinson.
5: My phone. Yeah, let <laughs> me hold up my phone. And when I put my argument to the judge, which was my evidence to say actually this is what's happened, he, when he read my thing the day of my trial, he just said I can't hear this, because essentially, the way, what I went to prison for, what they said, was for breaching a reporting restriction. Right. I showed him court transcripts from the judge from the same trial. Showing that three other journalists breached the same reporting restriction the same weekend, and none of them have faced prosecution. I then give him comparables to show that every basically everything that's happened here is political. And the minute I get the opportunity to speak in court, I'm listing every single one of these points, and the whole and everyone's going to hear them. Yeah. And so he said, not, a, "Not he didn't want it." He's as soon as he'd read that, he's for. <clears throat> he sent it back to the government. So for five months, it's been with the government. I've, uh, it's been, I've I feel like there needs
0: to be a Schoolhouse Rock episode, like the equivalent <laughs> to you know the bill on the Capitol steps, only how to send Tommy Robbins into prison, where people understand the the the, the, the branches of government and how it's how it gets done. Here's, I guess, my question because obviously this is all
5: unheard of. This is never happened.
0: No, ever. of course, it's it's like we've talked about with Dinesh D'Souza, who did he <laughs> did do the campaign uh, finance violation, but he's the only one who did the time that he did for that. It's, is the law applied equally? That is uh, really an important measure of a free society. Now, from an outside viewer, obviously I look at this and I know about panorama in the the documentary and as soon as you run it, boom, Facebook, uh, Instagram, you're off. Uh, It's no longer there. And then then the retrial. Do you think, so I look at it and go, well, hold on a second. This seems really suspicious. It seems as though they're tied. So before we see if that's even the case at all, I want to hear your opinion on that. I do want to ask, what was their justification for removing you from Facebook? So we now kind of know how they justified sort of this retrial.
5: Why did they remove you from Facebook? They said continued violations. Yeah, that's what they said. <laughs> they said that I was warned a month ago. A lie. They also said that my posts, insight. They said that I posted. This is what's bad for me. They said that I posted behead those who follow the Quran. <laughs> Never.
3: No
0: and,
5: and if I did, if I did, it would be all I'd be arrested <laughs> in this country for that. Yeah. And it would be all over the news. Every, every journalist is like, Well, where's the screenshot of this? If I posted it and, and that, that lie has gone around the world. Yeah. And then they use that and these hate we obviously as you have. So back, to be in, to be clear here
0: for me watching. You do not want to behead everyone who follows the Quran. <laughs> to be clear, Your Honour, <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is, it's, its ridiculous and it's absolutely terrifying. It. Do you think that these things are, are tied? Do you think that there's there's something? Oh, one, uh,
5: okay. One. So, so Nick Clegg, Nick Clegg, who worked with Mohammed Shafiq, Nick Clegg used to be the deputy leader of, of this of my country, yeah. Yeah. Nick Clegg is a complete apologist for Islam. He always has been. Islam is my subject that I talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he has always been an apologist when he was in second in command. Nick Clegg is now in charge of communications for Facebook. OK, so Nick Clegg is the main, one of the main men for global communications of Facebook. Right. The minute I done a documentary, and my documentary categorically proved to everybody that the BBC is fake news, that the most flagship and most prestige program they have and there's a lot of histories of Panorama. They're absolutely on a pedestal mm-hmm. has just been from underneath it. And I've showed undercover footage showing them creating news, ready to fake news. So, so your viewers understand the discussion that w- was dictaphone recorded by me and the female Lucy that he said he could make into a sexual thing was a discussion about a Muslim bloke. It was nothing about <laughs> sexual. So it was it was it was a
0: conversation about a Muslim bloke who was doing something oddly <laughs> sexual. No,
5: it was a conversation about. Whether, <laughs> it was a conversation about whether this Muslim bloke should have been invited to speak at a free speech event or not, and then he says we can clip that, we can edit that, and we can make this into a sexual thing against Tommy Robinson. Uh, so my, and where can God, people
0: watch this footage really quickly?
5: Uh, it's on my YouTube channel. If you go on tr.news, you'll see a link. It's panodrama. The problem is when you say I didn't just get deleted by Facebook. They have you're not allowed to talk, Stephen. If you go on and put anything about Tommy Robinson on Facebook, it will be removed. Anything. I have become, and you can go on and put, and, and, and at the same time... you well, might assist, need to
0: change the live stream settings uh, yeah. after today.
5: <laughs> It'll be removed. 100%. You'll get community guidelines removal. 100%. So everyone who's followed me, when I'm removed, and I said it's not a fluke, I'm going back up into court, I'm going back to prison, yeah? And the last time, a mass movement on social media grew. Not now it won't. Because you can't, because you're not even allowed to talk about it. Because right. you will be removed, you will have your account closed. And at the same time as this, Amazon, who have been selling my best-selling book for two years, removed the book. The, so, what was, Qabran, now, what, what,
0: What's their justification for that? Again, I'm kind of playing
5: devil's advocate a little bit here. What did no, they no, say the reason was? They didn't give a reason. They completely deleted it. It's like from history, like it's hmm. just gone. And, and, and that's a book. So Amazon removed – you can still buy Mein Kampf. You can buy Hitler's book. You yep. can't buy Tom Robinson's. You can praise Hitler on, on, on Facebook. You can't even talk about Tommy Robbins. Now, that is in, for me, it's quite a, I'm winning, or I was winning, because I've annoyed you, I've annoyed your, you not that much. And in this country, we have strict rules. Well, here's
0: and, why I think that is, and I want you to, but here's why I think that is. First off, let me ask you a couple of questions, as though I'm cross-examining you. I'm, I'm preparing you here for your, your retrial. Uh, you hate? Do you hate Muslims? No, No. uh Do you advocate violence against it's Muslims?
5: quite the opposite do you know if no no hold on just, let, me
0: just go, no, let me just go real quick because i want to make a point here do you advocate violence against muslims never do you hate jews no never blacks no never uh do you consider yourself a sexist homophobic i don't know a white supremacist of any kind or would you reject those titles
5: i despise white supremacists.
0: Okay, I want to make sure that I get that clear, and here's why I think they deplatform people like you, or remove you, is because it's easy to say oh, Hitler's bad, so we can sort of, we can just study it, right? Create this this boogeyman, but if someone like you is out there expressing um, <laughs> opinions and you're effective, and there's a movement, and there's a groundswell behind you, and they go, hold on a second if people really know what Tommy Robinson believes everything that you've just stated right now, they go he might actually make some headway here so let's remove him. Let's leave the crazy white supremacists on there with swastikas. Let's leave them under the guise of free speech so people think we're not shadow banning anybody, but let's get rid of the people
5: who are actually affecting change. I think that's what it is. I agree. I, yeah, I agree. I think that when they looked at my figures and they looked at the response and they looked at the engagement, for example, I think I, as, a, as a political figure, I had one, 1. 1.2 million people on Facebook and my engagement, my engagement, if I if I went live, the amount, it was 30,000 people watching it live straight away, the engagement in the comments, it was what Theresa May or Jeremy Corbyn could dream of with yeah. engagement with the British public, and they know that, and they know, that. and they know that, and they know the ability we have to, or we had to bring people. And do you know what it is? They just, because essentially, they prove everything. So people now can see it. They can see we've been removed. People, people who follow my story, people who know me, right. and and thousands now, tens of thousands, if not millions, have followed the story. Every question you just asked me. They fully know my views and how well, strong they, they are. Yes, I know they know it, but I want to make sure that this is
0: expressed on this show where we have a significant viewership and reach, and they're not going to be taken down this show. I guarantee that maybe Facebook <laughs> will, but YouTube won't. And the difference with the American government and uh, governments in the UK is um, they, for example, we've been throttled. And uh, Court of Black Garrett Uh knows this, where we used to get tons of uh, live viewers on Facebook, and this was released in the James O'Keefe sting, Mm -hmm. where they actually had back-end code to throttle. They'll throttle our page. They'll eliminate our reach, but they can't ban us because they aren't necessarily in cahoots with the government. Not that we've proven that, but uh, obviously, like I've said, if you look at the history of social media, and they're working with governments, they do tend to acquiesce. Final question. We do have to go. This has gone longer uh, than I anticipated. Is there anything, because you know right now they're doing their oppo research. They're just trying to find any dirt on you that they can kind of pulling a, a, a rabbit an eight mile here um is there anything that you would want to cut off at the pass is there anything that you think they might try and release on you as dirt uh that you're concerned about or they might take out of context
5: no the only they did they, they did have the only thing they have was was drunk banter amongst me and my friends which would they've already tried to kill with that which the response to it was exactly that it was from a whatsapp group of friends it's exactly that, like, Stephen. you know what i'd ask if you if you could possibly have time, when I stand trial, I'm, I understand it's not going to be on the 22nd. I just found out today it's going to be put back. Okay. So your first amendment. If you come and visit and you watched in court and heard what's happening, and then when you get back to your country, by God, fight to keep that first. Because you you don't understand. You would see a country without freedom, and a man without freedom, yeah. and people without freedom, and to ha- to know what it's like to keep that and defend it. And make sure it stays, because essentially, bro, I'm going to be sent back to prison for standing outside a courtroom and, and telling people what people are in court for. That's right. it. That's it. And by and the it, way, I want it, to be really
0: clear. People will go and watch this video and they'll say, oh, it seemed really caustic. And Tommy Robinson seemed like he was uh, harassed. They might say, some people might say this. Okay, I don't necessarily know that I agree with them. <laughs> I don't care. If it's a convicted rapist in the United States, you can say outside, you can't go in the courtroom. You can videotape the guy if it's on public property or if it's a single-party consent state and say, hey, man, you're a rapist, you're a piece of s***. And guess what? People don't have to like it, but you can say it. And I know where you're coming from. I'm from Canada. We don't have the same freedom of speech as the United States. Um, I would oh, love I said,
5: to- I said, I said yeah. alleged. I, I said these men could be innocent until proven guilty. I, I said everything so that I didn't assume their guilt. I said they could walk out of there with a not guilty sentence. I also said on the video that I've got Muslim friends I've grown up with who would hate these men for this crime. Yeah, mm-hmm. This isn't all Muslim men, okay? But there is a massive epidemic in this country where a generation of our daughters have been taken as sexual slaves. 90% of the men convicted are Muslim. They only make up 4% of the UK. There's a problem. Right. Let's try and get to the bottom of it. You know,
0: so, also i the same I, thing in the United States. Obviously, not all immigrants, but there's a disproportionate problem of sex trafficking at the borders now, and it is coming largely through the, uh, through the Mexican-American border. And we've talked about Donald Trump talked about that at the State of the Union, and that's where Cortez uh, and I believe Warren, I don't remember, they wouldn't even stand up and clap, uh, clap until yeah. they were instructed to. All right, it is tr.news, correct? And your YouTube yes. channel is still up for the time being, but tr.news is the best place for people to go where they can probably find all information on you, and it can't be taken away. Um, Mr. Robinson, let's make sure it is not too long before you come back as soon as you can after this this uh, court hearing. Man, uh,
5: prayers to you and your hearing. family. I've got a court hearing that ends tomorrow where I'm suing the police about harassment to my kids, but if that comes through, then we'll um, chat again because it'll be big news. Okay, absolutely, well listen,
0: thank you, sir. Be as safe as you can and uh, appreciate all that you do. To play, the
3: club come out to play.
1: Lies,
0: deceit, fake news. If you're feeling lost in a world gone mad, tune in to the Young Turks.
1: Facts don't care about your feelings. Mm. You can Google it. It's really easy. We actually have the facts on our site. No, I'm not buying any of that. Covering the stories that matter.
0: They definitely don't learn about it in history classes.
1: So we're going to come back and and show you how exactly right she is. And getting to the facts that count. And we'll give you even more facts. Everybody get triggered. Everybody get triggered. Real talk. Real turks. Watch The Young Turks live weekdays, 6 to 8 p.m.
0: Eastern. Hey, time for the one live read of the week. We really only have two. I mean, the main sponsor is Mug Club. Lauderwithcudder.com slash Mug Club. Not only do you get the full daily show and this hand-etched, girthy mug, uh, but you also get some bonus content. We're doing more and more of that over there at, uh, at Mug Club now and access to the whole Blaze catalog as well. Of course, if you don't want to join and you want to see us go under along with people like uh, Tommy Robinson or Alex Jones and you're cool with that, that's fine. I'm not judging. You can also support us by, if you're purchasing a firearm, just try the Walther. Uh, there are a lot of great firearms out there. I personally prefer Walther. Uh, To all the other ones that I've tried, that's personal preference. But like I said, there are a lot of great guns out there. It's like Mercedes, BMW. I don't think is Saab. Saab's not still a thing. Point is, they have the balls to support this show. Uh, So just do us a favor. Try the Walther. Called the, uh, the R. Kelly mm. because the unnecessary zipper tent would then cause uh, an air pocket. Like in that movie, what was that movie with, uh, with Hulk Hogan? Is it Thunder? Thunder? Down Under? No, that's a male strip club, but good catch. Uh, th- someone's gonna, it's not Tropic thund- Thunder, Thunder in Paradise? I don't know, but I, uh, I'm, well, thank you, by the way, to Tommy Robinson. <laughs> <This is cutting. laughs> way off track. But he, uh, he has like a bag and he's swimming underwater. And then he opens the bag, and he, it's like there's an air pocket where he's breathing that air. Doesn't work. I tried it. I almost waterboarded myself yes. in a pool as a kid. But the point is, in the kid, you know, you get those bubbles yeah. in your the the pre crotchal, and then you push them out, cortex. and you're like,
2: oh, I farted. Yeah, Hi. yeah.
0: Well, no. Uh, <laughs> no. But I was a kid one time. I had that, and I was so embarrassed. In front of a girl I liked. Like, oh. what was I thinking? I was she was going to be like, oh, look, he has, he has penis fat. <laughs> like, I have no idea. There's some inflated. funny things when you're embarrassed about when yeah. you're a kid. You're like, why was I ever embarrassed about that? Um, all right. So, hold on. I have to grab some water here. I should have done this, but then I was doing the drowning dance. How was your wedding, by the way?
2: It was great. It was great. It was really fun. had a lot of, uh, had had a lot of fun. It was beautiful. It was beautiful? Yeah. It was out in the, out in the woods. Nice yeah. cabin.
0: Wow. Yeah, that sounds like the beginner, uh, beginning to a horror film. It doesn't sound like a wedding. Yeah. At all. Oh yeah, Do, there was uh, a. Were they hanging sheets to <laughs> confirm the consummation? Yes. yes. What no, were you no, doing? Yeah.
2: It was it was, at the top of a hill in the middle of the woods. So like nobody could get their cars up there. So it was just just the groom. My brother had a four wheel drive and he had to carry everybody. Up. up no, the I it think this is, I
0: think you just told us from a novel with Fabio on the cover. <laughs> he was hit by the face, uh, hit in the face with a seagull. By the way. Um, <laughs> all right, so. So I wanted to talk about, I was actually um, taken with something that an athlete said recently. The guy's name is Anthony Smith. Uh, He lost to John Jones recently in a title bid. Pretty one-sided. Really one-sided. He did not perform well. But he uh, could have possibly found an out because he suffered an illegal knee while he was on the ground. So if he'd have opted to, he could have actually uh, claimed that he wouldn't have been able to continue and he would have won on disqualification. And by winning, by the way, that means including the belt. The win bonus, the pay-per-view percentages that come with being a champion, everything. Really big deal. But he didn't. And when he was asked why, he said, uh, I have a quote right here. He said, that's the part that pisses me off. This world is so crazy. I don't need a pat on the back for doing the right thing. It's like when you see people saying, oh, my God, look at how good of a dad he is. You're supposed to be involved in your children's life. You're supposed to take care of your kids. You're supposed to love your wife. And, oh, my God, is that a rarity today. To not only do the right thing but to do it without demanding that everyone recognize you do the right thing. And I know it's become a tired cliche. I want to talk about it, but I want to talk about more than just bitching about participation trophies here. I know that's been done on a bunch of the conservative eh, participation trophy. No, that's not what we're talking about. It's a little bit what we're talking about. The fact does remain that we are now several generations deep uh, into a generation of people who reward themselves for doing the bare minimum. The bar is set so low that passable, is lauded with praise. Hey, you, you, you lost the game, but you didn't cheat. You're a champ in my book, only you're not. Hey, you could have had an affair, uh, but you chose not to. That makes you A-OK. No, it means you've passed the bare minimum requirements as per your contractual marriage agreement as a husband. Wow, you got the kids ready for school and prepared them lunch and you picked them up. You're like super mom. No, you're just a mom. Treat yourself. You've earned it. Only a lot of the time you haven't. And I'm not saying, by the way, that you shouldn't enjoy life, that you shouldn't celebrate the small victories. What I'm talking about here, and I've noticed particularly with my generation, that's largely what I'm speaking to, maybe those below it, is the low expectations that we set on ourselves. It's one thing for society to do it, to namely sell books and t-shirts and people to make the interview rounds, wanting to make everyone feel good about themselves. But you you know why it doesn't work? You know why we still have staggeringly high rates of depression, of low self-esteem, anxiety, depending on who you ask, it's worse than ever? Because you can't lie to yourself. And I've talked about this in a previous closing segment. The most toxic lies that we tell in our lifetimes are the ones that we tell ourselves. You can try and do it for a while, but you can't do it every day and feel good about yourself. And there are some exceptions Uh, to this rule, by the way, that I'm talking about today. There are some people who set expectations way too high on themselves. And I know some people like that. As an employer, I've had to learn how to manage people. This, This message isn't for you. But the vast majority of people, the rule, rather than the exception, most of you today have severely, chronically low expectations of yourselves. Criminally so. And many of you attempt to lie to yourselves, pat yourselves on the back for doing the bare minimum, celebrating it as though it's excellence. And you know what? It will destroy your life. It's a waste of life. Oh, you provided for your family? Who cares? You're supposed to. You and every other man since the beginning of time who wasn't a screw-up. What else are you going to do with your gifts? Oh, you, you you had this chance to, I don't know, exploit someone or something, but you chose to do the right thing? No one should expect any different. What else you got? See, the point is, when you celebrate these bare minimums as victories, the real victories ring hollow. And if you get into a pattern of this, and I've seen it long enough, you spend so much time celebrating, praising, basking in the glow of meeting these bare minimum requirements that you don't have the time or the focus or the desire to do more. And you will find yourself with a life unfulfilled. And even that can become... um, an even more corrosive pattern, because when you come to the realization that you've never fulfilled your potential, you become resentful. And you've lied to yourself for so long that your bare minimum meeting the requirements uh, in your life was worthy of congratulatory praise. That now this, this emptiness, this void, well, it, 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 must be, it must be due to someone else, right? You've done everything expected of you, right? So someone else needs to make it right. It all starts with something as simple as expectations. It all starts with expectations of yourself. And so I want you to think about this for a second. Okay? Pause this if you need to. You know your talents. You know your gifts, your desires, your abilities. Taking all of that into account, what expectations have you set for yourself? I give a rat's ass about the gold stars, the participation trophies, or how proud other people say they are of you. It could not be less relevant. You know who you are. You know why you were created. What can you do have you have you sit down laid out a plan charted a path to fulfilling your true potential or have you been not only okay with achieving the bare minimum and let's not even call this the bare minimum let's call it um sort of these general expectations for yourself have you been not only okay with it but celebratory now if not then this is not for you but if in your quiet time alone with your thoughts You come to terms with, as many of us do, myself at many moments included, that you have not fulfilled your potential. It sounds silly. A lot of the time it comes down to something as simple as the low expectations you've set for yourself. The world wants to tell you that you're perfect the way you are. You're not. The world wants to give you a gold sticker for the bare minimum. And guess what? The world is largely filled with mediocre people and mediocre results. And by the way, that applies to personal happiness and fulfillment. You do it the world's way you get the results of the rest of the world. Don't let the claws of low expectations get a hold of you. Set a plan, list your gratitudes, be grateful, list your gifts, chart a course, set expectations of yourself, and meet them every day, every single day. Let me know how it works out for you. It's that simple to start. See you next week.